Welcome to Sales Tech Stars Sales Star Podcast. This is where we feature news, tips and insights on B2B sales. Happy to have you here. And we're back again with the Paroma in conversation with Paroma, a sub-series of our own Sales Star podcast hosted and produced by Sales Tech Star. And uh, we have a very interesting topic in line today to discuss with Paroma Sen of SAP, who's also been heavily involved in B2B marketing activities, but has recently had a shift in role. However, in today's conversation, we're here to talk about a few marketing must-haves when it comes to focusing on marketing for good and even data for good practices. But before we dive in, Paroma, we'd love it if you know you could uh, you know share a free couple of pre-introductory thoughts before we start with our typical Q and A. It's really good to have you here. So why don't you share a couple of thoughts before we dive in? It's very good to be here with you again today, Paroma. We are recording this Marketing for Good and Data for Good session at a very interesting time in the world's history where, you know, more than one third of the world is facing immense pressure from the pandemic. And of course, there are tie-ins between those topics, right? And I can't help but think of all the people that are suffering and, you know, looking desperately for hospitals and beds and doctors and medicines. I just wanted to say that there are things that are happening that are positive. SAP has developed a vaccine collaboration hub, which helps people get to vaccines faster. And then I also heard of this startup in Australia develop an app for India, which helps people with excess supply put it on there so that people that have a demand for it can find it. So it's sort of an inventory matching algorithm, but helps that crowdsourcing of materials and equipment and medicines at a time when it's desperately needed. So I'm sure that some of this grassroots level innovation, when it meets with the innovation that large companies are putting together, somewhere, Paroma, I feel there has to be a light at the end of the tunnel. And I hope and pray that that comes for um, both India and South America very soon. Absolutely, Paroma. It's a very sad situation. Still in a lot of areas in the world, India has taken the limelight. It, it's a very troubling scenario at the moment. But we've been seeing a lot of global companies come forward, including tech leaders like Google and Microsoft. They've all committed to sharing some kind of relief, some kind of sponsorships. A lot of tech companies, not just these, including including a lot of international governments. So it's a positive sign in that sense that, you know, you're seeing humanity come together. And while on the one hand that's happening, on the other hand, we can only hope and pray that, you know, places that are still being severely affected see the light at the end of the tunnel as soon as they possibly can. The good news is that there are a lot of places around the world, especially Israel, who, you know, they've recently become mask-free. So that's positive news. And I think also across the U.S. where you are, things are looking up a little and they look a lot better than it was say, even six months ago. So let's hope that this continues. So I think today's conversation and topic of the day is very relevant. While we've seen a lot of companies take the initiative to help governments of nations that are still struggling with this pandemic, that are, you know, they don't even have basic supplies and that is what's causing a rise in deaths also. So that's today's situation. And of course, no one 
really knew that something like covid could come into the picture and create such havoc for everybody and on the one hand while uh, you know we've mentioned this before very briefly in one of our previous conversations that it is important in fact it should be a must have that you know a certain part of every company's profits goes into csr activities so you know let's dive into the topic of the day today so we'd love to hear first about a few top trends you feel marketers and sales people you know sales leaders in today's times should especially should especially be keeping in mind when it comes to implementing their csr and humanitarian practices into their overall strategy so you know all of this that we're seeing right now is a one off situation it's because of covid it's because of what's happening on the ground currently but in general you don't find there are a lot of leaders in you know across industries who have very active very good very solid csr activities in place all the time throughout the year no matter what is happening but not every company does this so what are some top trends you feel marketing and sales leaders should keep in mind especially you know when they are the ones driving revenue they are the ones who are responsible for business growth so they should also be looking into these kind of activities you know which it has a win win situation as well if you have a strong csr it can create a positive brand image as well so over to you exactly and it's it's the nugget lies in what you said paroma why is csr important we tend to forget the the fundamentals it's as simple as this the volume of gdp that flows through large corporates is a huge number every year right so using a portion of that for csr enables money to trickle down to where the need is and that is ultimately the philosophy behind corporate social responsibility programs so right now like you said tying it back to the pandemic a little bit you know sap has just like other companies committed 3 million euros like you said google has done this so large companies when they invest in something like csr that puts that profitability to really work for the for the betterment of humanity which is the purpose of this so in terms of what should they keep in mind when designing these programs there's just two points that i will mention here first and this really bothers me that's why i'm putting this first first thing is csr is not pr okay this is very important to keep in mind to not use corporate social responsibility as a way to increase sales or increase visibility or increase branding of your company by all means the company should communicate the good they are doing but keeping the cause front and center and being humble about the efforts is very important otherwise it just comes across as tasteless and profiteering and to be honest i still see a lot of that that something is projected as csr but it's actually pr so that's my first point the second point is that companies should invest in csr activities that complement their values for example if there is a belief in a company a deeply held value around diversity and inclusion or equality then the company can invest in programs that help in that area for example one of the programs that we launched and i contributed to last year with sap was around supporting black female entrepreneurs another example is sustainability so we have communicated goals and initiatives around plastic use reduction around greenhouse gas emission reduction so because those values complement the csr strategy that's why it's very balanced and we have good monitoring and tracking systems to see how well we are progressing around those stated goals to our shareholders to our stakeholders to our employees to our customers partners our entire ecosystem 
Absolutely. I think that's very relevant. And especially the first point is very key to all of this, you know, brands have to ensure and, you know, especially when there is a sensitive situation like COVID and even otherwise, when you are implementing or strategizing about your CSR, there has to be a difference between how you use it to talk about what you're doing. And, you know, it cannot just be, it can't be a marketing gimmick. It can't be bait and switch. It definitely can't be a PA, just a PR activity. So yeah, that is very crucial. And being humble about something like this and for example in india there's a there's one of our leading brands in india tata they do a lot of different kinds of very positive and good initiatives and multiple kinds of activities and they don't necessarily broadcast it so you know they have multiple organizations as part of the group company as well that are basically focused and take care you know it could be it could be related to stray dogs it could be related to you know underprivileged uh, you know children education for example. So, you know, stuff like this, you know, you have these dedicated teams working towards those specific goals and everyone already knows about the brand and, you know, you just have to silently update it on the blog, you know, share a video about it and people generally come to know about it because, you know, it's there. You don't have to broadcast something like this. So that's a very crucial point. Let's dive in a little deeper. So, you know, obviously data is key to every marketing activity, every sales activity. Rather, I think for any business activity and operations activity, even hiring and talent acquisition data is key today but you know not a lot of companies know how to or would want to or even think about using data for good in this entire ball game and that's something that you know while you're talking about csr and talking about marketing for good in general using data for good is also a pro you know a valuable way forward in this entire scenario so we'd love it if you could talk about a few top tech companies you know maybe us based or globally that you found who really observe this trend and, and how they're doing it Wonderful question, Paroma. And I'm thinking, my first thought is that it's not just the large companies, but it's also a lot of startups and smaller companies that are investing and actively working with data for good types of situations. Data for good, just so that we, we all are on the same page with how we are thinking of it. Um, Gartner has defined it as a movement in which people and organizations transcend organizational boundaries to use data to improve society. It's as simple as that, right? So what I'll do is I'll give some examples on how I'm seeing this play out by different companies. And maybe that will help make this whole field of data for good a little bit more concrete. So I'll use some SAP examples, but please know that similar activities and even broader ones are happening throughout the ecosystem. It's not just SAP, it's many, many different companies and organizations coming together for this. So since I'm from India and I've traveled extensively in India, I'll use a few India examples as well. There's projects around, for example, water pipe leaking. Water is always a scarce resource and making sure that drinking water reaches the right people in a country where sometimes the last mile is the hardest to bridge. Getting to rural villages, which are very remote, getting water there. So it's important that the pipes perform well, right? At the that's very fundamental level. But there's a lot of leakage. So how do we detect the leaks? How do we fix the leaks? So IoT and data from that has been used to solve this. And there's a company that's been working with us for that. A similar type of situation happened, Paroma, in Buenos Aires, where um, every year there were massive destruction by floods. The floods were happening, they did this diagnosis, because the storm pipes, the drains that were supposed to take the water away, they were clogged by debris and, and garbage and so on and so forth. How would that be detected and solved? Again, they used IoT to figure out which drains were clogged. 
they sold that and then millions of euros or sorry millions of um dollars were saved every year because of property damage that was happening from these floods so lots of such stories um i'll give you another one um food is again another another area where data for good is really helping right so in mumbai the government um invested in a program for nutrition of children and their mothers by using biometrics to ensure the food allocation was being properly disseminated and used in china there was a company that was facing enormous waste food wastage so in one place is food wasted and in in the same country in a different place people are not getting enough food so matching that real time inventory and demand to make sure food is not being wasted that's another example of using data for good um you know there's there's examples of, of, of the police force in france for example who use predictive and analytics and social media for real time resource allocation of petrol vehicles de basically detecting crime and then sending patrol cars there um delivering essentially safety at scale and then there are examples i've heard i think this was in south africa where you know when there's a fire the the um where where am i um it enabled multiple entities which were not connected from a data standpoint to come together to address a fire that broke out in a place so lots of such examples happening from all over the world um there are sustainability examples like calculating carbon footprint analytics and helping companies meet the sustainability goals um as we know if we don't do that then in the next you know 20 years we will not have good air to breathe anymore so these are imperatives that are that are bringing together governments companies organizations startups people towards a common good and that is ultimately the principle for data for good right absolutely i think these were some very relevant and very very you know exciting examples to you know know about because you know i'm sure as we've spoken just about these couple of ones there are several instances across the world and there are several companies also who are basically only focused on innovations in this particular area right so you know while while that continues and maybe we'll dive deeper into this trend and you know highlight some of these companies that provide csr based activities and solutions to basically help you and you know you know enhance these kind of activities for society or you know private the private sector as well uh, let's dive into you know the kind of uh, you know every marketer every sales leader they always have a core strategy in place but now that we're talking about you know this concept of marketing for good and data for good how do you feel companies today can basically you know find a way to implement this as part of their entire strategy without creating a big fuss about it or without having the need to create a big fuss about it so you know as we did mention in the, at the start of this conversation there are a lot of legacy companies who have strong csr activities in place a lot of global tech companies and even across industries but you'll often find that older companies who've been around in the marketplace for several years they are the ones who might you know have a proper very strong very solid csr foundation or they would have adopted some kind of local program or community program or sensitive issue and they're working towards it while you know the company basically grows on the other hand so that is a very separate case and scenario but there's another one where you know you were talking about how it is crucial and important in today 
these times for marketers, for salespeople, for business leaders in general to actively get into this. You know, startups, tech companies, they'll always have the ability to drive some kind of initiatives with the kind of reach they have, with the kind of technologies they use, with the kind of global presence most of them have created for themselves. So what are some tips that you can share here for those who, you know, are not probably thinking about creating this CSR initiative, given everything that's been happening all around? That's very uh, interesting you put it that way, Paroma, because I'm just thinking, you know, back on my personal experience, professional experience. And one of the, so I had started my career with semiconductor company uh, in manufacturing. And I realized, you know, at the heart, as like as a human being, we all want to contribute to society. We all want to leave behind a good legacy. But sometimes, the company that we work for doesn't allow that to happen. I realized that when the hardware industry, the margins, profit margins were so thin that the company was just all the time, 110% of the time focused on delivering sufficient profits to ensure that Wall Street and our stock prices were okay, so that our shareholders continued investing in the company, so that there was enough cash flow that the employees had jobs and you know so it was operating at that level and everything else was constrained because of that that's actually one of the main reasons i decided early on in my career that i want to move up the value chain and work for a software company instead where profit margins is not going to drive decisions on a day-to-day basis where we could think of top line instead where we could think of what is the good we can do for the world that's beyond our immediate employees and customers um, and, you know, through a very windy and la- long path, I arrived at SAP. We spoke about several projects, but it's, it is a function of, are we in the right space and do we have the right values to drive this? Do we have the right intention that starts from leadership, but ultimately every employee gets involved in that because we contribute our time, our hearts, our souls, our money, our everything to this, right? This is what makes us us. So. Um, maybe not tips, but this is just <laughs> a little bit of my own experience uh, contributing to what I'm saying. And the way a company should think about designing its CSR strategy is, do we have the money? And if we have the money, if we have it, then how do we align it with our company values and spend it in a way that really impacts those that are in need? That's what I would say. Paroma, I think in all this has been a very interesting conversation and CSR is never going to be out of fashion. In fact, it should be the most trending topic in MarTech, in sales tech and in all of tech as we go ahead. So, you know, we've had all these terminologies and, you know, trending topics like digital transformation, customer experience and, you know, like enhanced to virtual events and, you know, all of these topics over this ongoing pandemic become the core focus. But now, as you know, part of the world is sort of straying away from the effects of the pandemic while another part is still deeply suffering let's just hope that you know more and more marketing and sales people adopt csr and humanitarian practices as part of their strategies as well because we have the ability especially in the tech market to do a lot more good so on that note uh paroma wishing you all the best and hopefully um we'll see you soon but before that we'll have another chat again in the very near future Sounds good, Paroma. Thank you so much. Over and out from Paroma in conversation with Paroma. Thank you so much, everyone. Bye-bye.